0: In addition to the main problem of industrial goods shortage due to the scissors problem and the ineffective use of price controls there, there was also a problem with the relative prices of food crops and industrial crops. The price of food crops and industrial crops led to a shortage and surplus of the two. The relative prices were difficult to correct. As Bolshevik leaders tried to juggle the different relative prices, each caused an imbalance in other areas. The relative prices between agriculture and manufacturing was only one market that the Soviet government had to keep in balance. Another was between private and public farming. The Soviet government couldn't effectively control the price of agricultural goods. Private grain prices rose due to the market responding to shortage, but state and collective farm prices were fixed, leading those farms to take out loans, which then resulted in inflationary policy and higher grain prices in the private sector. The response by Soviet leaders was to try to take over more and more control. If the government was the producer it could increase output and prevent shortage. As Soviet leaders attempted to set their prices that would allow industrialization to occur without harming the peasant they took more and more and more control over manufacturing. Unfortunately when they lowered industrial prices to allow the peasant to purchase Tractors and other goods, the result was shortage in the countryside and ailing state owned businesses in the city. But when the prices given to peasants were too low, instead, there were grain crises, which could lead to famine. Many Soviet leaders felt that the only way to resolve the problem without eliminating price controls would be for the state to take over production of industrial goods completely. If the government was the producer, it could increase output and prevent the shortage. This was the argument of the left, which finally became state policy when Stalin won power this crisis is well examined in several books and also in the macroeconomics of NEP from the journal economic history review